Hi everyone, this is Giselle. And I'm Ileana. This is our podcast, And What About It?, where we discuss American literature. We are juniors at ALHS, and this is for our CE American Lit class. And today we are going to be discussing Rip Van Winkle by Washington Irving. And what about it? Washington Irving was an interesting dude, kind of. I mean, considering, like, you wouldn't think, like, I don't know, people, like, so far back in time would be interesting, but, like... He had strong views, yeah. I guess. Especially yeah. with romanticism. I guess. And was, influence. Yeah. Um, well, he was born on April 3rd in 1738 in New York City, which I think was pretty cool because like considering it's the 1700s he was like born in In early america especially in new york city so like Mm -hmm. i can't it's cool that he makes it like rip van winkle like the actual text in new york yeah even though it's not new york city it's a village yeah so like you don't think of the new york city that you think of today Mm -hmm. he was the youngest of 11 to scottish english immigrants and fun fact, he was named after George Washington and even got to see the inauguration, which I thought was like, I don't know. That just sounds too good to be true. Yeah. His first name being after yeah. an influential person. So initially, Irving tried to help out his family business, but, you know, stuff happens and it flopped. And so I guess this gave him, like, the creative liberty or, I don't know, like, the push to start his writing career. And he started um, publishing essays and short stories in the sketchbook of, I think you say it, Joffrey Canyon? And, like, in this, he was able to publish um, Ripping Winkle and the famous Legend of Sleepy Hollow, which everyone knows, obviously. And then he was such an accomplished writer because of this that he even got to write, like, the biography for um, Christopher Columbus. That's interesting. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know he wrote The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought everyone knew that. <laughs> I don't pay attention. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Yeah. Okay. After being able to write a biography for one of, like, a super famous person, like, History defining. Does that make sense? Like influential. An influential person. Yeah. Influential, influential person. American. Like for better or for worse, Christopher Columbus is that guy. And so um, he was, he moved to Spain then after and he. He moved to Spain later in his life and he was able to be the ambassador the United States for Spain, which I thought was pretty cool. Like, that is really interesting. He's so accomplished. Yeah. I didn't realize how, like, accomplished he was, I guess. Yeah. Like, he has a lot of, I don't know, influential things, like writings. Yeah. So before he died, he was um, able to push for strong copyright laws. And, like, I just thought that was, like, you work so hard in this field or, like, this career 
and like he just wanted to give back to his community i guess mm-hmm. like his community of writers and he, for that reason i just think he's like what a true american should be like he was born or i guess he grew up and like was able to experience his life in like this pivotal moment and like the growth of our country that was pretty cool and he definitely influenced um like american literature with this romanticism point of view yeah and he thought that people were good <laughs> yeah so that's the background on washington irving so the summary of rip van winkle is that he so rip has a wife and her name is dame dame yeah dame. yeah and they live in new york in a village like i said before and they live in a village close to the Catskill Mountains. And he, so basically the premise of it is he gets along really well with his neighbors, but it never seems like he has the time to take care of his actual family. Mm-hmm. Like the text describes them as like ragged. And yeah. Like they weren't taken care of. And his farm was also like a mess. But he was fed up with his wife constantly nagging him and he wanted to escape. So he went to where he thought like was the best escape for him which were the mountains and nature so while he was there he met some people in the mountains which this is fiction so obviously they're not people like just hanging out they weren't just regular people though they were like oh yeah like tiny weirdly dressed round elves yeah (laughs) and uh while he was there he like drank something or no he was like drinking wait no he just like sat down like on a rock and just decided to take a nap no right he, no he he like drank alcohol and then, sorry miss boom <laughs> he drank he drank alcohol and then next thing he knows he's waking up and it's 20 years later but that's not insinu or that's not like straight out told to you until mm-hmm. like a little after when he notices like some of the things that are different like the style and right. like his dog's not there his dog died of <laughs> unfortunately and um everything and everyone was like kind of gone some people went to the war people died Mm -hmm. and everyone was gone except for his daughter and his son but he found out his wife died um and when he found that out he felt liberated and he just wanted he felt free and he went back to being the same rip van winkle like just being but now he was just a cool old man yeah he just went back to his old ways uh, when his daughter took him in because she took him in yeah. since he was he was only family she really had so it's quite quite the fictional quite the story, story. Yeah. there was textual evidence that stood out to us and one of them was when he was heavily personifying the mountains actually in like the first paragraph he says up to a noble height and lording it over the surrounding country so this word choice implies that the mountains are royalty and he's glorifying the mountains, which ties into the nature theme. Um, he's glorifying these mountains and making them seem like yeah. they're an actual person and personifying them. Yeah. And so like nature's definitely put on a pedestal in this story. Yeah, definitely. It's where he goes to escape. So yeah. it's like his safe place, right. which reflects the romanticism perspective. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. Also, um, another quote that I thought was interesting was that he had got his neck out of the yoke of matrimony and could go in and out whenever he pleased without dreading the tyranny of Dane Van Winkle. And, like, it just 
reflected one of the values of romanticism, which is freedom, which is definitely emphasized as he's, I don't know, escaping just like a bad marriage, I guess. And obviously he was able to gain this really freedom, I guess, after she died, which is, I guess, one way to end a marriage. Yeah, and it definitely like reflects that also that like uh, overall metaphor of yeah. uh, America splitting from Great Britain. That too. Like when she dies, he's like, it's like America no longer being under control of the yeah. ki- from the king. So that is definitely something that's. And like you wouldn't think about that the first time you read it around, but like once you try to like actually go in depth into the reading, it's definitely there. You could totally see the connection between the yeah, two ideas. Um, another quote that was significant was poor Rip was at least almost was at last reduced almost to despair and his only alternative to escape from the labor of the farm and the clamor of his wife was to take his gun in hand and stroll away into the woods. So this demonstrates how Rip used nature to escape from his worries in life once again, which is again like very emphasized in this text that like nature is an escape for people. It's uh it teaches people it's something and him like escaping there. So it also like reflects the government part of it, which was him being held under the control of the king. So yeah. him leaving was him was like him seeking freedom, like declaring his independence. Yeah. Another quote that I found was that as times grew worse and worse with Rip Van Winkle as years of matrimony rolled on, a tart temper never mellows with age, and a sharp tongue is on- the only edge tool that grows keener by constant use. And, like, you could see the tension rising up as time went on between America and Britain. And his values to, or I guess his decision to stay with his wife was, like... He was know. valuing, like, feelings over yeah. reason. Yeah, right. Which right. is also something that's heavily, like, um, uh, it's a big value in romanticism yeah is it's valuing using your feeling. heart over your brain yeah. basically which is what he was doing and yeah. what america was doing with great britain which like they were thinking oh they can like help us so like they kind of had that like connection yeah. to them yeah. and weren't thinking logically like no we can be by ourselves that's true and be an independent country which is what washington irving and overall was trying to address that the United, that America could be its own independent country. It didn't need Great Britain. Right. So, like, in the grand scheme of things, Ripping Winkle was able to influence American history by, I guess, not dumbing down the situation, but making it more relatable to the audience, which would be the Americans who were just finished with the revolution. Yeah. So, And they were going through it. So he was, like, trying to relate to them and, like... Yeah, like, try to lift their spirits, I guess, because everything just was not going well. Also, like, I feel like the writing was trying to help the Americans find their own identity and, like, just, I guess, completely cut ties with, like, Great Great Britain's ideals or culture and um, the old influence. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, something that was brought up a lot was nature. And through him, like, speaking about this whole story, nature was, like, something really big. So they, he was telling his audience that they could find 
like their morals and values through nature Mm -hmm. and find an escape through nature and something that is also heavily like emphasizes freedom once dame dies he's free so and that's also something that's freedom is also something that is very valued very much valued today yep and which shows the influence that he had yeah it's just one big metaphor yeah it was really one big metaphor How did you like Rip Van Winkle? Um, I thought it was an interesting story. I mean, that's why I thought it was a good text to like analyze yeah. and review. Yeah. Um, the fictional part made it interesting. You know, him going through to the mountains, finding like men. Yeah, there. I had fun like just picturing all these weird, yeah. like mythical events just happening. Yeah, and him waking up like twenty years later, like yeah, it's not like the fiction aspect of it was like interesting to yeah. me. And I also like the symbolism that it, like, portrayed mm-hmm. with the whole Great Britain and America splitting. Yeah, I thought and then, that was super clever. Like, yeah. that first read, I didn't even realize yeah. what was happening until we actually and, dug like, down and analyzed it. Yeah. And him waking up from the nap and, like, seeing everything was, like, gone. Mm-hmm. It kind of also, like, that also kind of symbolized. There's, like, two different perspectives that that could show. It could show freedom. But it could have also shown, like, him just feeling alone yeah. in the world because be everyone was gone. Like, everyone went to the war. Like, everyone, for- everyone forgot about him until, yeah. like, his family. So that's, like, one perspective that – or one view that you could have on that – on his story. Yeah. But, the like, overall view and, like, how I see it is it was freedom mm-hmm. from his wife and all the <laughs> – responsibilities sure. I just had. really liked because like he was just an overall happy guy yeah and he was just trying to make his community happy yeah but the one thing I didn't really like about him though was like he um, he kept his he didn't do anything for his yeah family. so like I can kind of see why his wife was nagging him away yeah I'd be like, pretty mad too he was he wasn't like it said in the text he wasn't taking care of his farm like not even his family yeah which I guess children no that's not. But he was taking care of, like, the actual neighborhood Yeah, that's more. not okay. Yeah. Where are your priorities? <laughs> but, yeah, overall, I think it was a really good story. Mm-hmm. It, um, I think everyone should read it at least yeah. once or twice. It conveys romanticism really well. So, like, if you like that value, the values mm-hmm. of romantics, then this is a good read for you. I like the view of that, like, nature can, like, help you discover, yeah. like, your values or something. Yeah. And, like, can it be a place for you to go, like, when you feel how he did, mm-hmm. like, he felt distraught and just needed to leave. Yeah. The mountains are a great place to... Yeah, and I, I think know, a lot of people, a lot of people have that, like, value, too. Yeah, everyone's, like, like hiking. connected. Yeah, yeah, connected to nature. Maybe not so much this age I mean, with the technology and maybe everything. Maybe not concrete jungle, whatever, but, like... <laughs> It does do you good to just go outside and yeah. take a walk and, like, I don't know, just Enjoy acknowledge that you're on Earth. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, this was our podcast. Hope you enjoyed. This was our first one, so <laughs> sorry if it was bad. <laughs>